Hello, welcome to the Strip Plan Podcast with Tim and Rachel. 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 <laughs> I had a little panic then that we weren't going to be able to record Hi. live, but we are now. So, Hi. hello everyone on the podcast. Hi. We are talking about hormones today and it's not just female hormones we're talking about. We're talking about hormones in general. Stop it. Put, it, put your hair over your side then. No, because I look bold and weird there look <laughs> no, everyone knows you're not bold well i want to have my hair in um okay so i'm going to see if i can swipe off this oh is this gonna work touch to return to anchor that's okay <gasps> so i've got a really dodgy setup at the minute because i've lost my phone so i'm having to do everything on an old backup Rolling phone back the years yeah my Going old Nokia 3210. Yeah, yeah. I'm losing it. Um, okay, so we're talking about ways to balance our hormones. Um, and we've got 10 tips here. First of all, I'm going to go through each one. I'm going to blast through these pretty quickly. You guys on Stripped have all got an email explaining all of these. So I wrote a lovely little email this morning for you. And it got a little bit sciencey in the end. So I thought I better tame it a little bit because it was getting a little bit too much. Like, la, 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 look at me. I know all these things about science. Um, anyway, right, I'm going to go through how to um we want to balance our hormones naturally and the way we do this rather than just taking loads of hormones to kind of balance things out because we're we've got a you know a, a diet that's full of red meat and high sugar and things like that and instead of taking hormones all we need to do is try and balance those by eating certain foods that are going to make our or give us well make our hormones balanced again okay so the first thing we need to do is eat protein with every meal so the reason we need to eat protein with every meal is we need to make sure we have um, a source of amino acids so amino acids are the things that come the building blocks basically of um growth so that's how we build muscle what are you doing the way you've got us i keep sliding up and down that doesn't sound can you wrong. get up please so when we eat protein we derive something from it called um peptides or peptide hormones and that is what helps you regulate certain processes within your muscles and it helps you basically um build muscle um it's responsible for growth it's responsible for energy metabolism appetite stress and reproduction um so just by increasing our protein yeah so our reproductive sex hormones so if you're eating protein, it's actually helping you produce yeah, more children. Horny little devil. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, so protein specifically influences our hormones, that controls our appetite, um, and it actually makes you feel, foo- feel full. So we've got two hormones in our gut, and I'm going to try and remember the hormones that they are. So it's um, PPK, I think it's called. Hang on a second, I'm going to find it. PYY. So, which is, hang on, I need to find out what this stands for. Right, peptide YY and glucagon-like peptides. It's called GLP-1. So these are two hormones, yeah, that are in our um, stomach. And when we eat protein, it helps us... Who the hell come up with that name? I know, yeah, protein-like hormone. <laughs> no, what was it? what's it called? Protein, no, glucagon-like peptide. It's like glucagon-like. Why why don't they just call it something else? (laughs) But anyway, yeah, we need to eat protein, basically, to um, make these for your glucolytes. Stop it now. I said to Tim, I was like, this is going to be a really science-y one. I'm just kind of going to try and blast through really quickly because it's going to get me really stressed out. Um, 
So protein directly has an effect on these an effect on these hormones. Um, we've heard of the ho- hunger hormone ghrelin. So we've talked about this before, being the little gremlin that sits in your stomach, um, and it makes you hungry. So what we want to try and do is suppress that hormone, and the way we do that is by eating things like protein and filling ourselves with volume foods, things like that. Um, when you don't eat protein, um, your hunger levels rise um, despite your calorie intake. So you might be eating the same amount of calories, but if you've got something that's higher in protein compared to something that's lower in protein, you're going to feel hungry when you haven't got the protein source in there. Okay, so that's your first one. Second one, exercise regularly. We know this. This and is this one is... of those podcasts where I'll just sort of... I'll no, you can have him put on this. I'm trying. Why do we exercise regularly, Tim? How does it help our hormones? Um dopamine so actually do you know what yeah we'll go down this route first of all so when it comes to um your hormones obviously we release things like dopamine endorphins um serotonin so these are the hormones that make us feel happy makes us feel really. good yeah and obviously we want those hormones all the time i noticed this not being very well um the last couple of days because I haven't exercised, um, and it doesn't mean necessarily, you know, going and smashing myself in the gym. It means, like, I didn't go out and go for a walk. There's all these different things that make us feel happy. And, like, yes, last night we were in bed. I said to you, didn't I? I was like, I feel really irritable and really angry and but stressed said, out. It was a good thing because it showed that you're getting the energy back, you're feeling better, mm. and you was getting the, getting the itch to go and train again. Which means that you are getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got to let yourself get better sometimes, you got to let yourself get better. Before you can uh, get your, I was going to say, get your hormones going. Same, Rach, <laughs> felt, felt groggy and grumpy. Yeah, it's exactly what happens. But this is, and this is what the one thing I did say on my post. Can you please stop it because it's rustling the I feel bed? Like I've got ADHD or something because I can't sit still. It's, do you know why? It's because you've just eaten a load of food. Because normally I'm waiting, aren't I? Yeah, exactly. And now you're just all like, oh, I just want to sit here and do nothing. Do some press ups. It's impressive. Um, okay, so the reason we exercise regularly, um, it has a massive impact on our hormone health. So exercise increases the hormone receptor, hormone receptor sensitivity. So you've all heard of insulin resistance. When we have, um, when we're sensitive to insulin, it means we can, so insulin basically, we have to take sugar from our bloodstream and it comes in via a receptor out of your cells and it goes into the muscles. If we become resistant to insulin, it means we can't take that blood sugar out of the blood and put it into our muscles. And that is what happens when you become insulin resistant and that's when type 2 diabetes starts kicking in. And that's what we don't want to happen. So, so the more when you yeah, when you start yeah. eating too much sugar, when you've got um, a high fat diet, when you've got really, really kind of, oh, you're going crazy with your calories and you've got all this excess blood sugar floating around your system. That's what we don't want and that's what can cause insulin sensitive, um, insulin resistance. So we want to promote insulin sensitivity. So we want to be sensitive to it. So as soon as um, blood sugar is, oh, sorry, as soon as sugar hits your blood stream, we can take it out and use it. That's what we want to happen. I feel that. Exercise. When I'm on, it, when I'm on it, when I'm on it with yeah. the, um, with nutrition, when I do eat chocolate as a treat or whatever, yeah. I'll get that buzz from it. Because you're using it straight away. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people will just feel so wired. wired. <laughs> Your pupils are dilated. <laughs> um, yeah, we want to uh. use that sugar obviously once it's in there. But if you start to flood it, you start to become resistant to it because your body starts to go, no, there's too much going on here. I don't want any more of it. So you start to block it off. So that's why exercise can increase that sensitivity. So we want to 
promote exercise and it'll stop us from getting um, diabetes, basically. Simple as that. Um, being physically active also promotes muscle building hormones, which we know. So there's a hormone called a human growth hormone. You'll have heard about this um, with like bodybuilders. So bodybuilders tend to um, inject themselves with human growth hormone because it makes them bigger. That's all we want. Um, but obviously, we don't need to do that. We can do that by um, strength training. So that increases your natural production of human growth hormone. Um, and it's the best way to stimulate the hormones, um, human growth hormone anyway. And also testosterone. As much as women don't seem to want testosterone, we do actually want testosterone do, because yeah. it helps us. And again, we need a balance of testosterone and estrogen, men and women. Um, right, third one, maintaining a healthy weight. Um, we know this, that being overweight is associated oh, with hormonal nice. imbalances. Um, again, insulin resistance is the main thing all the way through this. Um, so there's a big um, thing about obesity being strongly related to insulin resistance, and we know this. Um, there's also something called, um, and I found this out today, hypogonadism. So a reduction or absence of the hormones hormone secretion from the testes and ovaries which can affect fertility so basically um if you are obese and you um are more you're more susceptible basically to um stunting your um reproductive system basically and it's which is not great that way but obviously you just assume it don't you because yeah but it it directly affects your hormones so obviously the more you can lose body fat the better the impact, obviously, on your um, hormone system. And may, uh, a lot of the time, again, it's insulin resistance, but also um, fertility is a big, big thing. Um, and I was reading up on it a lot today. I tried not to put too much about it in this because we were talking more about losing body weight. But, you know, that's, it's a big thing in terms of your health as well. Solid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right, number four, taking care of your gut health. So this is something that yeah. we... We don't really talk about this, our gut microbiome, um, what's Lauren said there. I've got insulin resistance and it's horrible. It's had massive impacts on fertility for us as well. Yeah, and do you know what, Lauren? Um, and I was thinking about you actually as we were talking about this. Um, but it's completely, it can be reversible. And that's the nice thing about this, uh, or the good thing about this, because you can actively change these hormones again. So by getting yourself, obviously, and you already are physically active, um we've just got to obviously work on um fat loss and that's something that you know we're all doing together so and it's not something that will happen straight away it's something that will take time Routine and it yeah before fat loss doesn't it exactly yeah so it's trying to get those habits in place and that's what we're doing with you lauren so and we're going to start that again from the uh from next week i think aren't we um so yeah we're going back to gut health here so having a healthy gut microbiome is linked to feelings of fullness so again we've got certain hormones that sit in our stomach and if they're happy because we're ha- we've got you know things that um our gut likes in our um in our stomach so things like um fruit veg fiber lots of pulses like grains what's that can you you can come and talk, but I'm tr- sorry. you're not trying. You're sat there just yawning in the background. I'm not, I'm listening. You have got opinions on this stuff. I have. I totally agree with everything. Go on. Far. What did you say? I was about to say fibre. Yeah. So we've got um, two of those weird uh, hormones that should have different names because they're silly. Um, hormones GLP one and PYY. Um, so these are 
fullness hormones. So there's certain foods that trigger these hormones and it's things that are also linked to having a healthy gut microbiome. So again, it's all the things that we promote. It's, you know, lots of um, fruit, veg, fiber. Um, what else is it? It's the certain berries and things like that are really helpful for um, your gut microbiome as well. Um, what was, hang on, there's something else as well that I found out today. That was it. When we digest high fiber foods, we produce short chain fatty acids. Uh, I'm not going to say these branch chain um, fatty acids because they're very ridiculous named. Um, <laughs> God, oh, acetate, pre- propionate and butyrate. There you go. Um, any foods that you'd recommend to eat gut? Oh, there you go. I've answered your question. There you go. Those certain things. Uh, we are going to go into gut health a little bit, but not just yet. We will go into if that a little bit later on. you health out, you get everything going in a nice... What's yeah. it called? What's it called? Everything's in uh, synergy with each other. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I would never have said that. Does that begin with an S or a C? An S. Synergy. Oh, okay. I, I, was, I thought you were going <laughs> to throw me a, a curveball and go, oh, silent P or something. <laughs> silent P in it. Um, yeah, so when you um, increase your high-fibre foods, you um, trigger then this, um, these, what, hang on, what are they called? Um, short-chain fatty acids. And these acids increase calorie burning, which also then help with insulin sensitivity. I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah, and again, it regulates these feelings of fullness. So if you've got healthy gut microbiome, you can then actually burn more calories. We said that about, we know this as yeah. well with um, foods that um, are have, what's the thermogenesis? Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I'm talking about. Um, Hang on a second. Uh, they've got a higher thermic effect of food. There you go. So there's certain foods that you'll burn more calories yeah, just having them in your gut. Isn't our buddy a wonderful thing? It is, June. Um, yeah, go on. It's like having modern cars, modern yeah. technology. All got you fuel it in the right modern way. Modern renovating stuff. Kind of mm-hmm. what we're trying to do with this hunk of rubbish that we're living in at the minute. You're trying to get to a point where you modernise it, bring it in, and everything else move, runs smoothly then. Absolutely, Tim. Modernise in your body. Modernise it. Right, number five, lower your sugar intake. This is a big thing. So all, a lot of these are all now focusing around um, reducing insulin sensitivity. Um, sorry, no. what did I say then? Reducing insulin sensitivity. No, we want... Regi- uh, we, yeah. Yeah. We want to have, be sensitive to insulin. It's you don't insulin want to be resistance. Res- yeah, we don't want to be resistant Rachel. to it. No. Um, so lowering your sugar intake. We all know that sugar's harmful, um, mostly because it increases our calorie intake, and that is what leads to weight gain, which then has linked all these extra that's problems to it. With sugar, ridiculously missed by a lot of people is mm. the fact that you can eat so much sugar. Not yeah, to the calories you have with sugar. Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't realise how yeah. much you're actually this eating. Is brilliant, this is what you're doing, but it literally comes down to very simple, just have a um, yeah. protein. If you're, yeah, if, you're, if your blood sugar is swimming um, with sugar, then there's going to get to a point where you, your cells are just going to go, no, there's too much, we don't want any of that. Mood. And then you like become you're resistant. Saying, like you're saying there, it affects your moods because it's affecting all your... Um, yeah. And that's the next one we're going on to now. So uh-huh. stress reduction techniques. So cortisol, another big hormone that massively affects the way that we um, lose body fat, the way we exercise, um, the way we approach life. If we've got high levels of cortisol, it massively affects other things like our sleep, 
our irritability, our moods, all that sort of stuff, and also our hunger levels. It's massive how much cortisol affects our hunger levels. I think there's a massive thing where you can be having a really good day and mm. someone can say one thing to you. It's a bit like if you go if we had if we we're planning to train, mm. say at half three in the afternoon or something, and all of a sudden you get a phone call or something that upsets you or whatever, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden then that could stop you from training. Yeah. And the knock-on effect is always, I'll have some food instead. Yeah. Every single time of us, isn't it? Yeah, always. So easy to get, yeah. Um, Carry on. So, thank you, I will. Um, so there's a difference between chronic stress. Um, so chronic stress is when it's just, you've got constant stress and it means your cortisol levels are elevated constantly. That is not what we want. We don't want to constantly be... Do people realise they're in that? Was that just Probably not a lot of the time, which is why this stress um, reduction technique help or we need to get you will need to find your own way to reduce stress it's a bit like when people are watching things outside the back so you're saying to me are you okay you look pretty stressed i'll be like i feel fine sometimes mm. you know you're stressed and you like do one don't yeah. even talk to me other times i feel all right why and you go well this is this and i was oh okay then because you start seeing different habits or different traits don't you yeah come and the same thing with you really when you most of the times when we're worried isn't it when we're stressed Mm-hmm. When I'm awake at two o'clock in the morning, yeah. The house so you're... again, like, so if you've got chronic stress, there are certain things. That, so if you're stressed for a very short period of time, can you stop swaying, please? It's bugging me quite a lot. If you are stressed constantly, you'll have elevated levels of the side effects that come with um, chronic stress, which is um, mood change. You've got hunger, so appetite increases. Um, what else is there? You Sti- do. Yeah, yeah, you get real. Uh... Yeah, you also stimulate your um, appetite for sugary, fatty foods, and all. Can you just snappy? And I forgot <laughs> what I was going to say. What was the last one? Elevated hunger levels, stimulated appetite for sugary, fatty foods, and lack of sleep. So again, lack of sleep. So you have very high levels. And do you know what? In all seriousness, because you've been a lot more stressed recently, what sort sort of food have you been eating? Oh God, I. Six packs of hula hoots for breakfast the day. Mm. I had. So it's because you're constantly just trying to find was, something um, to reduce your stress I was levels. In a different state ever since the Ironman. By the mm-hmm. way, I've done a half Ironman. Awesome. Um, and then there's been a few things just not going. When things aren't going or don't feel like things are moving for something you're really pushing to, like the house has been, it's been a. Uh, that's where I've fallen down. So when people come in and go, RV and rubbish, or, pff, try me. I'll bet, I'll bet I'll have you. But, you know, you keep pushing through. Sounds really cringe, but obviously with the house now, everything's picked up again with the house. Mm-hmm. Force ourselves back into training. We did have a good weekend. And now it's the case of going, right, the only person who's going to get it through, it's, it's got to be you, isn't it? Because, like you say, all the stuff that's going on, you're in control of what's going in and out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. In and out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. June's just said, um, surely all that stress must have an effect on brain function too. Yeah, 100%. So again, it, that's with the whole irritable um, tendencies and also um, the fact that we're not sleeping properly. Um, you'll find that you'll lose concentration. You'll find that you're just feeling a bit fuzzy in your head. And you're not really you sure why. You lose patience with everything. Mm. You, it ain't just people you lose patience with. You lose patience with yourself. You lose patience with... I got ratty the other day because I couldn't remember why I walked down to the kitchen. Yeah. So why have I come down here? And you get lazy, like you know, <laughs> like I've just put the dishwasher on because have you have you swapped the cable things yeah, over? I'd, yeah, I actually checked before, <gasps> but madam, you, 
I've done that because you've told you the kitchen. It mm. needs, and sometimes it's... <laughs> Your hands stink. Tim's been holding boxing gloves all day today and his hands... No, please don't. Absolutely. They smell like sweaty socks. It's disgusting. Right, let's go back on these. No, can I just make a note that Rachel interrupts me every time I talk? So, I could, you're just waving your hands around my face. And I don't respond the way she does when I interrupt her because obviously I'm Well, you do because you're having a full-blown response right now. You. That's it. That's quite... Are you not? Do you know why you're not stressed, Tim? Because I fed you a decent meal. First time for everything. Oh, get lost. Do you know what? You can make your own food from now on. Nah, right, let's go back to this then. Number do, seven, consume healthy fats. So... A lot of people have probably been Nuts. on some sort of um, Slimming World or Weight Watchers where fats is removed from your it's diet. Red, isn't it? It's like that though in stores, in supermarkets. Yeah, food. Yeah, it's yeah. red. Fat, healthy fats are so good for you. They are so important for hormone health. Um, so we've had um, a couple of clients that we've known before who've cut out um, fats completely and it's affected... Um, their hormones in a completely different... I mean, you know, looking at you're looking at things like fertility again, so stopping menstrual cycles, um, affecting um, fertility. Um, there's loads and loads of things that... Um, so fat is such an important hormone because it regulates all of your hormone production when it comes to fertility. And if we're cutting things like that out, of you'll see it's people... it's your organs, isn't it? It's yeah, for your organs. It's, yeah. That's what it's for. It's, it's a... Um, what's the word? Um, it's a it's primordial thing. Good. So it's trying to stop you from dying, basically. So we need fat. We yeah. need to ingest fat. I agree with that. Thank you, too. I agree with that one, right. Um, so when we talk about healthy fats, we're thinking about avocado, avocado, <laughs> oily fish, nut butters, seeds, things like that, yeah, peanut butter. Nuts. Yeah, cashew nuts. Um, these can, again, help reduce... Reduce insulin sensitivity um, and reduce appetite. No, not reduce. I keep saying that. Reduce. We want to increase insulin sensitivity. See, a lot of fat, a lot, a lot of good fats are associated with salads, aren't they? Yeah. So people going, oh, I need to stay away from fat. It's, it's, you're contradicting what's in your brain because you're listening to all this rubbish. Yeah. That just isn't true. Carry on. Anyway, also it helps in uh, reducing inflammation. So there you go. If you're struggling with things like bad joints, um, muscle pain. Um, June, this will help you as well. Said, healthy fats. Get some healthy fats in your diet. Inflammation. Are you sure you didn't say inflammation? I said inflammation. You can you watch mean? it back and you can see I what said inflammation. inflammation. Anyway, next one. Um, ten. I've said this and I need to blast through them really quickly. I gave myself a target of half an hour because I've got questions to answer as well. Um, consistent, high quality sleep. Oh, we know it. that we need good quality sleep, okay? It's not just a case of just going to bed and passing out. You need to be hitting quality sleep. So making sure you've got a sleep routine in place. Um, yeah. Making sure that you're getting to bed nice and early Another and you're having doing, sleep all the way through. Stressing me out. I mean, which has been caused, brought on by stress, but now I'm just wired. Mm. It's just, I'm on my phone. Yeah. Phone. Switch it off. Get rid of it. Get rid of the blue light as well. Yeah, um, it's not helpful at all. It doesn't matter how nutritious your diet is. If your sleep is affected, you're, you're not going to yeah. recover your body at all. At all. Um, poor sleep results in balances, lots of hormones, such as, uh, let me find them. Uh, insulin, cortisol, leptin, ghrelin, and human growth hormones. So these are all the things that are associated with hunger, muscle growth, um, all the things that we're trying to improve with our health when it comes to losing some body fat, putting on some lean muscle mass. But it affects um, everything, doesn't it? Like if you absolutely don't drink, everything, yeah. If you don't drink water, enough water or whatever, regular, mm. it 
it has that. It's all connected, but it's just in higher ratio, isn't it? Sleep, just the lack of sleep when you beat People sleep. underestimate what sleep does for them. Sleep is the most... We don't have... I don't have a problem with sleep. I will sleep, like, 10 hours a day, quite happily. Um, but pe- when I don't sleep, I am the worst human being in the world. So she's bad now. <laughs> Thought of having children, just... This, it's the sleep thing that puts me off. I'm like, No. No, thank you. I like my sleep. <laughs> um, June's put in fairness, I do struggle with information too. We all struggle for information. <laughs> so there you go. Get some uh, healthy fats in you. It'll help you with some information as well. I keep hearing information. Inflammation is what I, I said. Right. You weren't saying it right. <laughs> Um, yeah, again, lack of sleep makes you irritable, hungry, stressed, crave sugary foods and also... Slamming pop at you because you caught me. Doing that right increases insulin resistance um right next one follow a high fiber diet what's june said my weight loss has improved since my sleeves got better honestly it is the one thing that i will prioritize you know over what? anything I else think it helps the what? more you sleep the less likely you are to eat so unless you got why because you're asleep yeah obviously you haven't got time to sleep no it. i meant like how it affects your hormones it just if i'm awake i need to eat if i'm asleep I you can't eat. I feel like you did that once, didn't you? Um, to be close, you ate a, a chocolate bar in your sleep. I ran, yeah, I rolled over and I ate it. <laughs> I could have been anything. Could have been a cattail. Could have been anything. Right, no, I'm nearly done. Two more. Um, follow a high fiber diet. High fiber is essential to any diet, anyway. We know that. Um, but you again, whole this. yes, it is because it's red at the top. Whole grains, fruits, veg, pulses. Um, again, increases insulin sensitivity um, and stimulates the production of hormones that make you feel fu- full. Which are those hormones, the weird two. So these are the two weird hormones that are sitting in your gut and make you feel full. Uh, peptide YY and glucagon-like peptide, it's called. That is just the re- most ridiculous name for a, a hormone. Anyway, um, people with low levels of these hormones are more likely to have a higher BMI and associated risk I of obesity. I think people who try and Read those names of hormones. I think their hormones hit the roof because how the hell do you remember that? I know. Say that. No, I can't. Um, peptide YY and GLP one, which right, is glucagon like peptide. Pick one, say it three times really fast. Peptide YY, peptide YY, peptide oh, you YY. The easy one. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. So if you've got, um, if you are um, obese, have a high uh, BMI, you are likely to have less of these hormones sat in your stomach. So if we eat foods that will increase those hormones, we are less likely to... No, we will have more of those hormones that will make us feel full. No way. So there you go. Um, yeah, and it's, it's been found that as well in studies. So people who are obese or have a high BMI yeah, so not, have less of these hormones in their stomach. So what you're saying is it isn't necessarily eating healthy... As such to burn. No, oh, it is. Fat, Those are caused no, by. Me. Like your it's fullness, hunger signals. To bring up these, bringing these hormones, hormones yeah. which cause one hundred percent. You're not burning fat. You're making hormones. You're creating these little hormones inside your belly. This is what the whole gut microbiome so thing is all about. You make good hormones, good hormones, or bad hormones. Well, you're, not, you're not making the hormones. You're stimulating them oh. that are already sat in your stomach. You're stimulating them so they create more. So if you don't eat well, you stimulate the bad ones. It's not bad. The hunger hormones, yeah. So you, your leptin. to you when your hormones are bad. Huh? I'm pretty sure they're called bad hormones. Ang- bad, bad anger hormones. So you've got your ghrelin and leptin levels as well. So those Sorto are affected. Hormones. There's four different hormones in your belly. Um, ghrelin, leptin, and then those two weird ones. Okay. There you go. It's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah. 
Um, right, number 10, include foods from the Mediterranean-style diet. This was something that was quite big, like, in the 90s, but it's because it's such a good diet to actually um, look after our gut health again and think about our hormone balance in That's life. Whole, so if you're, yeah, so it's high in fat, again, healthy fats. It's low in red meat, though, um, sugar, processed food. Think of, like, Boom. yeah, all the things that we like to eat. Um, but again, if you're struggling with... Um, being in menopause or you're struggling with um, hormones sort of around, if you've got PCOS, things like that, it's a really good diet to try and follow. And we tend to put a lot of our clients on similar sort of, um, I don't want to say diet plans, but um, we recommend certain foods for them because it will help. Um, yeah, so diets um, high in red meat, refined sugars and fatty animal product, products is linked to higher estrogen levels, which can be um, linked to things like um, breast cancer, um, ovarian cancer, things like that. So again, it affects, there's something called phytoestrogens that we have in our body. Um, and as we go through menopause, those tend to drop. So we want to try and increase them. You can have too high levels of estrogen and you can have too low levels. You need to have right balance, which is why hormone replacement therapy exists because we want to have a balance of both of those hormones. Um, so foods from the Mediterranean style diet can help um, balance those um, hormones out. Right, so those were our top 10 tips. It was quite full on, I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to go on to the hormone questions now that we've had. Let me get them, let me get them up. Right, um, okay, so number one, um, someone has said anything menopause and how it affects eating, habits, exercise, moods. So I did a post on this the other day. I'm going to put the phone back here so you can hear me, guys. Um, so I did a post on menopause the other day and I think it kind of triggered a lot of people. <laughs> Sorry, it hasn't triggered me. It hasn't triggered it me. Is, where are you going? Blow my nose. Uh, you're going to hear Tim blow his nose in a second. Um, I apologise, everyone on the podcast. Uh, so when it comes to menopause... We don't actually put on weight because of menopause. We put on weight or we hold fat around our belly a lot more as well um, due to our change in lifestyle, which is a result of the side effects of menopause. So if you think about when you start, um, when you hit menopause, you tend to find that you get um, a lack of sleep, you get sweats, um, you'll find that um, things, everything, your skin itches. Um, there's lots of things that irritate your body, which means that you're less likely to go and do the things that you want to go and do. So like going for a walk, go and do some exercise. If you're feeling, you know, hot and sweaty and flush and you haven't had enough quality sleep, um, you're feeling quite hormonal anyway. It's not going to be something that you're going to want to do on a regular basis, going and exercising, going out for a walk. You just think, I just want to sit at home. I want to sit curled up in front of the TV and I want to eat some food. That then changes your lifestyle. So we have a lot of clients who have gone through this and they've said um, that they found that they haven't got the energy. They've got aches and pains in their bones and their joints and it's made them want to not um, go out and exercise and do all these sorts of things that we recommend. Um, so it's that that then causes the um, the weight gain, unfortunately. So it's I'm not saying that this is easy, but it's a case of instead of saying, right, I'm going through the menopause now, I'm going to put on weight, we can say, right, everything is going to be made a lot harder for me right now. So I need to try and work out ways that I can still hit my steps still hit my workouts and try and eat kind of the good Sleeping's food. Sleeping's horrendous for yeah. people. Yeah, the sleep is the biggest thing. 
People have um, um, itchy skin as well. Yeah, literally, their... you just heard me say that. I didn't even say that. You liar. You just heard well, me say that. Well, clients got it. Oh, really? Go on, then tell us about menopause. That's it. <laughs> That's it, done. I thought you said, tell me about your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, for the strippers, oh, yeah, um, I did write a post up on there about menopause, and it's quite a big one. There is also an email, um, and it's it's on your app, and it's quite um, a big um, email on it all, but it's quite an interesting read. So, if you want to go through that, go through that. Um, it's quite helpful. And if you have got any um, questions about menopause, fire them away to us because everybody's quite specific everybody's got different symptoms and everybody um goes through menopause in a completely different way so it's about trying to manage your symptoms rather than trying to um just treat you as menopause as a whole um that email is definitely worth reading oh good i'm glad that uh, you uh yeah that was one that we did in lockdown are, obviously, obviously obviously we did a um a big like two hour almost like lecture on it didn't we in uh, lockdown is quite a big one um but that goes with that email then so if you do want to look for it there is um if you type menopause in the um strip plan uh facebook group it will come up and it's a nice big longer um chat isn't it but it's a good one um right number two should i be consuming hang on let me just check that we're still recording we are it's all good should i be consuming more calories during during hormonal times i always tend to feel hungry at the time of the month right so i did say that we burn more calories at this time of the month and we do but it is minimal it's literally like 100 calories a day so i thought it was about 300 it's not it's literally like 100 calories a day i know so it's not a case of um we burn more calories so we need to eat more it's the change in our hormones that's causing us well, to be fair most people if you went 300 calories are probably in maintenance aren't they so, yeah so and that's the thing if you feel like you know i can't think of anything worse than eating some healthy food right now and i just want to eat chocolate do it it's you know and the way I would say it is, and I shouldn't probably say this, but I do this quite often when I'm uh, on my uh, time of the month. I'll say, do you know what? I'm not going to have dinner today. I'm going to not have dinner and I'm going to have a bar of chocolate for my dinner because I know I'm going to eat that bar of chocolate. Yeah. yeah. All you're doing is swapping your calories. Yeah. It might not be ideal, but it's going to make my brain feel a lot better. As well, when I've spoken to more clients about, um, you're talking about periods. Yeah. It's um, obviously I've got no. I'm not allowed to have an opinion on it or say what like, the way you are allowed to have an opinion. Oh, I'm not not when I'm not when I'm in the room with women. <laughs> no vagina, no opinion. <laughs> yeah, but it's that thing. Of, you know what? I'm losing my. I lost my thing there. Can you not? We can't hear you. I've lost. I've lost my way. Hold on. Oh, for God's sake! You can't carry on talking. I'll come back in a minute. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, we only actually burn hundred oh, calories um, actually when we're on our periods. The reason we want to eat more is because our hormones change. And this is um, a survival instinct as well. Um, and it's basically to our body, instead of trying to lose fat, no, our body it. is trying to um, keep us fat because we want to try and protect the baby that, that our body thinks it's trying to make. So we... The blood baby. The blood baby. It, 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 basically, our body's going, right, we're about to make a baby. So let's store as much body fat as we can so that we can protect that baby. And that's what happens. And that's why we get kind of bloating around our stomach. It's, it's a protective thing. So, and then obviously once our period goes 
and then we go into our follicular phase again and then we start to ramp up towards ovulation where it's which is where we start to feel a lot happier we start to train better and um, we feel a lot better in ourselves we perceive ourselves in a much better way as well at that point so that's where you start to look at yourself and go, I look intense, quite good actually now. It's an intense four weeks. Oh, we have an intense 28 on. days of, uh, of hormones. So it starts again. And everybody, again, is different. But if you are feeling like you're particularly snacky, I would say go and have some snacks, but maybe reduce your calories in other areas that's throughout the day. That's what I was going to say. Go on then. If, if you use that as well, I don't know how you get, I don't know how people cope, so don't scratch me eyes out for Rick Radar for saying this, but... If it's hitting you, you know, every three or four weeks, obviously, as it, as it does, that could be like a nice mini break or something where you go for the motions. That, yeah, you so you bring yourself up to maintenance. Because a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, they don't stop and they start trying and they just keep going, yeah, what can I do? Do more and more. Before you more. say that, let me go on to the next question because you're going to answer the next question now. Best kind of exercise around your period if you're struggling with pain and nausea around your periods? And do we get hungry around hungrier around periods? So we've answered the last part of that question with the getting hungrier. So yes, you will get hungrier, but it's down to hormones rather than your need to eat more food. It's your body's way of trying to protect you and store more fat. So we have to almost try and like fight that. Um, best kind of exercise then for when you're around your period, Tim? Anything you want to do. Basically, yeah. So anything that's not going to cause pain, it's not going to um, make anything you feel rubbish. You anything that you want to do. So a lot of people say go swimming, do some gentle walking, do some yoga, Pilates. Yeah. So that's the thing. Do the things that make you feel comfortable, not the things that people are telling you should do. So um, double up. What do you mean double up? If people worry about things happening while they're in the pool. Some people worry about they don't like going swimming in the pool. What are you on about double up? What does that even okay, mean? Something like starts coming out. Double up? Yeah, double up like... What do you mean, double up? <laughs> double up a tampon or something. Double up your <laughs> tampons? Yes, yeah. Shove two up there? Yeah. No! Why? <laughs> It's so leaking. It's so leaking. No! Because I'm gonna cough. I've got a sore throat too, and this is not helpful. I'm sure. Can't you double up? Comment on here if you ever double up. Because some people don't like going swimming, do they? That doesn't work like that. You wear a tampon, and that's it. No, I haven't. I don't need to shove two up there. You use one. It doesn't come out. You're fine. No, you don't know, do you? I'll stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'm going to record this and put this all over social media. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, according to Tim, just double up. <laughs> Doubling up like that is dangerous. You might lose one. I don't think I could get two up in one go. Don't start with anything that you're going to start saying here. Right. Let's move on from that doubling up question. <laughs> Honestly, I'm dying. Absolutely well, what dying. What you say to people who didn't want to swim? You was... don't swim if you don't want to swim. <laughs> Good job I didn't say this to my clients the other day. <laughs> God, you just... <laughs> Good to know that you know how the female anatomy works it, as well. Listen, just for swimming. <laughs> just have it, 
just have it just a little bit like, no uh, stop tim just stop just stop that's enough like a little, no little mouse tail <laughs> what two mouse tails no you got mouse tails shove the other one like no train. no diagrams with your fingers please like a conga <laughs> let's stop now or wide <laughs> That's genuinely what I was thinking. You were going up like that. Like a couple of party poppers. <laughs> I apologise so much. My swim string. Right, anyway. <laughs> Stop. Oh. Right, if you're struggling with pain and nausea around um, your periods, you do whatever feels good for you. Hang on, what's uh, June said? You can buy period pants you can swim in, but never heard of doubling up. I've never period pants you can swim in no, i'm gonna get that i don't feel like, like... right can you stop now um ugh, i can't even... i've lost my train of thought now um do the exercise that you feel comfortable with don't feel like i've got to get my training session done today so i'm gonna to go and do it and force myself to do it you do what you feel comfortable doing if it means doubling up then double up um and I've already answered the other part with the do we get hungry on your periods. We do, but it's down to hormones, nothing to do with the need to eat more calories. Um, number four, I keep seeing posts around hormone types. Is this a thing? No. So I know exactly who it is that you are seeing. It's that V-shred guy. And he's like, oh, take this quiz and um, you'll um, know what hormone type you are. And this is the diet to follow. No. No, just no. Don't listen to any of that rubbish. It is just, yes, there are things that you can do to increase your hormone health, like the things we've gone through on the 10 tips, but you do not need to be a certain hormone type to be able to lose I think, weight. I think when you're, um, yes, athletes and people at the top of their game over the years, they have come. It's the reason why people improve so much because of the supplements they're taking. But the average person... If you look, if you go back fifty years, people, people, the average people like us, like everyone on the plan, who are day to day people who are still lean, still healthy, still happy, and that not much has changed in that science. All it is is people trying to get their little twist on there so they can make money out that, of it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's all it is. It's these people saying you need to know this extra information and you need to give me money so that I can give you that extra information. It's all a load of rubbish. And a lot of the time um, people... Yes, I've seen that bloke advertising hormone type. Surely you'd need blood tests to determine anything like that. Uh, yeah, and do you know what? It doesn't just because I say to you, you've you're this, I don't even know what type of hormone he's talking about either. Um, I yeah, I don't I don't understand what it is. I think he goes down the whole like endomorph, ectomorph, um, mesomorph thing where like yeah, that's certain standard. body types. But that's three different yeah. body types. But what we have as well with people, if if we have clients who, well, most people when you're going through this, you're you're assuming that you're getting it right straight away when you're when you're sorting out your food, your calories, because most people they don't log everything like we tell them to do we don't expect everyone to do exactly what we say but over time you will start doing things the way we've told you to do just because it's worked for us we've tried different ways the the problem is it's when people don't realize when they're doing things wrong they're all of a sudden my client well some other clients around go do you think i'm in that mm -hmm. like that zero zero point zero zero percent yeah, where no. like certain things don't work properly I went no because no. I could, because I'll turn around to them and go, "What did you have for breakfast uh, mm. yesterday?" That's remember. all it is. People are not sticking with 
their habits yeah. for long enough. They're not being consistent with their because diet, with their training. It is very hard. It's to hard. Do something. Could yeah. that seem? I think the most frustrating thing about diet or changing your life, so you, you're trying to do something that you think is really, really easy, and you know it, or, and you know everything about what is actually really, really hard. Yeah, I think that's the thing. People, I think as well, the other way around. Sometimes people try and make it too complicated. And what they don't do is just stick it's, to the basics. We've got people And like they to, don't do it for long enough. People give up like, after three weeks. Yeah, and it's almost like they're trying to justify <laughs> why they're struggling with it by going, no, because I haven't been doing this. I'm yeah, it gives taking... you a cheat's way out, doesn't it? Yeah, and they're going, well, the things <clears> I know it all, so this is the hardest bit. And it's like, no, I know what you're going to say, what you're going to do. But the thing is, it's like, no, I need to overcomplicate it. And then while they're doing this, it's almost like a distraction tactic mm. because you, it's, you don't want to admit that you're doing something that you think should be easy and you, you're not doing it. Rather than just going, let's just go with it. Let's just go, food diary, add all the calories up. Mm. That's it. Then add in your um, your uh, macronutrients. Then do that. Then look at your steps. Then look at your water. Do something where you want to do the stages in. It is so simple, but like I say, all this does is show what it's actually doing and why it works. But this is brilliant because it anything we do, the more knowledge you have on something, the more it's going to be easy to sink in. And you've got to be able to believe it first, haven't you? Indeed. Right then, next question. So, um, yeah, so going back... No, I'm, 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 you finished the question. <laughs> you need to calm down. Back off. Next question? Next question. I was just finishing your comment for you. Okay. That's it. Um, so, yeah, go back to that one then. Seeing posts around hormone type. Uh, no, just ignore that. Just ignore that guy. Delete him. Um, he's number five. He's told me about doubling up. <laughs> so he's an More idiot. Um, right, menopausal lady here. Um, I'm struggling with fat. Um, hang on, I'm struggling with fat will not shift around my middle. Right, okay. So this, again, is something that happens um, as we approach menopause. Our fat distribution changes, and unfortunately, it does tend to store more. What did you just do then? Not touch. Something touched me then. Don't you dare, because I think she might be chasing a mouse earlier, won't she? Don't you dare. <laughs> just, oh, also, don't touch me like that in here. <laughs> I will throw you down and run away. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> that was really sure creepy. No, something down there. <laughs> oh, if there's a mouse under my bed. Anyway, um, going back to menopausal... <laughs> Um, fat distribution changes and Wrap it does start, quickly. yeah, does start to, um, unfortunately shift around your midsection. Um, again, this is only, you'll only gain weight around there if you're eating in a calorie surplus. So again, this goes back to how, um, have you got a ghost? Don't say that, please. I'd rather a ghost touch me up than a mouse, to be honest. I'm so glad you said rather than me. <laughs> um... Yeah, so if you're struggling with um, weight shifting around your middle, it's not that it's it's not that it's your menopause that's causing you to gain weight around there. It's just that the weight that you may have had distributed around your body somewhere else has now shifted to your middle. Yeah, it's the way hard to you get rid of. yeah, and it is difficult to get rid of, but it's not impossible. And the biggest things that you can do to try and help shift that 
is strength training. So not core exercises. Um, really? Yeah. Um, it's managing your diet and again doing the things like increasing your protein intake which is so important um getting yourself walking as well fat loss so fat loss um comes from movement daily activity so focus on your walking over like excessive cardio um and yeah don't kind of overstress about it um it's not something that will um you know people are gonna be like oh god you know you look terrible now it's it's a lot of it is you stressing out a lot in your own head not about someone who is going to ever go through menopause i think a lot of people when they sit hit certain points in their life they see it as getting old and past it because i think the word menopause is not it's just like a finite thing isn't it yeah it's a a depressive thing to have to go through and and whatever it's associated with but it's just a case of you when when you do it that it is trying to learn your brain to almost love yourself more with it and learn your brain Learn your brain, yeah. Teach your brain. Yeah, now nah, learn your brain. Nah, <laughs> learn your brain. You ain't got a clue. But it's just where you just go, right, you got to give you, this is where you got to start. Um, give yourself a lot more self-care with, you know, telling yourself you look great and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, loving yourself a little bit more. All it is, all it is, it's just another negative thing you got to deal with. Mm. That is even before all the physical mm. stuff you have to deal with as well. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's not like a, a case of we can help you spot reduce fat, but what you can do is reduce the amount of fat that you carry in your body, and that is through diet, exercise, walking. And good vibes in your brain. Good vibes in your brain, absolutely. You need good vibes in your brain. Um, final question, Menopo- sorry, perimenopausal moods. Oh, that sounds so, seems to have seem to have no control and want to kill someone. Yeah. So perimenopause obviously is just before you hit full blown menopause so i would actually say yeah i would actually say that this almost tends to be worse than menopause because your hormones yeah you still have your periods um and your hormones are fluctuating all over the place so they're going crazy drops and stuff a lot doesn't it loads of hormones drop and loads of um vitamins and minerals whatever just go crazy in your body so you need to be um having a look at um hrt so go to your doctor and speak to them about it there's only so much you can do obviously through diet and exercise but i would say Diet and exercise will help you with these sorts of things. It helps more climb, but and also the stress management thing that we spoke about before. So it's a big thing trying to manage your stress levels. See, I, t- I train a lot of people on menopause. Um, I train a couple of people with perimenopausal. They mm-hmm. have like, dizzy spells. They can like not collapse, but you know, like, mm-hmm. a couple of them fainted. It seems like they they're a lot more they're a lot more effects like adverse effects. Is that right. Yeah. Bad effects. Side effects. Side effects to having it. And so, yeah, it'd be a great thing to look at where... But again, everybody's different completely. Some people don't even know they've gone through menopause. Some people um, experience pain, perimenopause uh, for like from, years. Just from training people, mm-hmm. the ones where people have got the most issues would be perimenopausal. Yeah. Again, because it's it's just, it becomes ratio. more ex- extreme, doesn't it? Obviously, that's only in our um, experience. It's still a few months ago. You didn't know perimenopausal was a thing? Not a, not a thing, no. Oh, well, there no. you go. You know now, don't you? Yeah, and you know about doubling up. <laughs> right. Has anybody got any other questions that they want answering? If you do, pop them down on here. Um, but we've managed to cover everything in 50 minutes. So I'm very impressed with that tonight because I had so much to get through. Um, it's good but we did it. Helping you. Yeah. When you're struggling. Mm-hmm. 
That's exactly it. Um, I hope that answered some of your questions that we um, we got asked this week anyway. Um, we're going to love you and leave you now because it's nine o'clock now and we like I'm to keep tired. this under an hour. So um, we will see you guys tomorrow and we'll see you guys on the podcast next week. So bye, bye podcasters. Bye.